Uh, we'll begin with an invocation delivered by Rabbi Menachem Levine from Congregation Am Echad. Councilmember Jones will tell us more. Thank you, Mayor. Um, rabbi Levine became the rabbi of Congregation M. Eckhart in Will Glen in 2007. Under his leadership, the congregation has blossomed and its membership almost tripled. Rabbi Levine studied Jewish law and texts in rabbinical seminaries in both America and Israel. He attended the University of Pennsylvania Law School and graduated with his JD degree in 2007 and is a licensed attorney. Rabbi Levine is passionate about Jewish education and has given hundreds of lectures as well as published many articles. Rabbi Levine has spoken at Intel, Apple, Google, and for local and international nonprofit organizations on various topics, including Jewish viewpoints of current events, raising families, and the Holocaust. Thank you, Rabbi Levine, for joining us, especially so close to the International Holocaust Remembrance Day. We greatly admire and value your contribution in keeping Jewish tradition and culture alive in our community. Thank you to Honorable Mayor Licardo, City Council, and to our newly appointed and esteemed Vice Mayor, Chappie Jones, for inviting me to address you today. When I accepted the honor to speak today, I did not realize that the date coincided with the City Council's commemoration of International Holocaust Remembrance Day. But I am extremely grateful that I can speak on such a day. When I speak of the Holocaust, I do so with a deep sense of personal pain because I am the grandchild of four Jewish, Polish Holocaust survivors. I am named for my two great-grandfathers, both of whom were murdered in the Holocaust, along with hundreds of my relatives. Today, we remember what my grandparents told me, a tragedy of unimaginable proportions that they witnessed firsthand of six million Jews who were murdered between 1939 and 1945. The number is so staggering that it is hard to comprehend. There are things in Jewish history that are too terrible to believe, but they are not too terrible to have actually happened. Auschwitz, Majdanek, Belzik, Treblinka, these are beyond vocabulary. The Holocaust was uniquely evil in that it was a war against the Jews, where, as noble priest laureate Eli Wazel put it, not all victims were Jews, but all Jews were victims. Holocaust scholar and professor Yehuda Bauer teaches us that the Holocaust was uniquely unique in Hitler's single-minded focus 
to annihilate an entire people, the Jews. And yet, there are clearly universal lessons for all of us to learn and act upon. On this international day of Holocaust remembrance, also the year marking the 80th anniversary of Kristallnacht, the night of the broken glass, I'd like to note one of many crucial lessons for all of us to take from the Holocaust. That is the danger of silence, the consequences of indifference, and the responsibility to protect. The genocide of European Jewry succeeded not only because of the state-sanctioned culture of hate, an industry of death of Nazi Germany, but also because of the crimes of indifference of entire nations, because of conspiracies of silence of bystanders. My wife's grandmother, also a survivor, described to me that when she and her fellow Jews went through the streets of Vienna towards the Mauthausen concentration camp on a death march, she saw some of the people of the city sitting in cafes, drinking their coffee calmly as they watched starving Jews go right past them. Indifference and inaction always means supporting the victimizer, never protecting or standing on the side of the victim. Indifference in the face of evil is acquiescence with evil itself. Death camp survivor and Nazi hunter Simon Wiesenthal noted from painful experience, for evil to flourish, it only requires good men to do nothing. Dr. Martin Luther King, whose life we memorialized last week, wrote in his famous letter from a Birmingham jail in 1963, it was illegal to aid and comfort a Jew in Hitler's Germany. But I am sure that if I had lived in Germany during that time, I would have aided and comforted my Jewish brothers. The importance of not watching silently is today more germane than ever. Three months ago, the worst attack on the American Jewish community in the history of America took place. It was an attack by a depraved anti-Semite who killed 11 Jews as he screamed, all Jews must die. On that day, a line was crossed, not just in the irreplaceable loss of life, but also in the fear it stoked in the Jewish community about potential future attacks. This fear is exacerbated by purveyors of hate, such as David Duke and Louis Farrakhan, whose followers have spiked a rise in anti-Semitic incidents across the country. And yet, at the same time, we saw the difference that caring individuals can make. During the days following the attack, 
individual stock to me and my congregants on the streets and at work to express their empathy and love. Multiple individuals and organizations contacted our synagogue with offers of help, condolence, and sending flowers. The San Jose Police Department was particularly helpful in the response and assistance. The overwhelming goodness of our neighbors, who truly represent the 